Hi, and welcome to followthecamino.com blog. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about what to do for a week after the Camino de Santiago. Each time I walked the Camino de Santiago, I took some time at the end to be a tourist and relax for a while. I've walked the Camino Frances twice and a part of Le Puy route in France. For me, it would be a missed opportunity not to enjoy more of the country I am in after traveling so far. So my experiences are not for everyone, so I reached out on Facebook and asked what did you do or would you do after the Camino de Santiago? Below are my experiences and a mixture of all the great suggestions I received. First of all, keep walking. There were a few suggestions like this. Many after reaching Santiago de Compostela decided to walk to Finisterre and or Mushia. After finishing my first Camino in 2004, I took a bus to Finisterre and walked back for two days. My plan was to walk to Santiago again, but after two days of pouring rain, I gave up and hopped and hopped on a bus. I had lots of spare time that year, it being my first summer as a major student, and I had arranged to walk part of the Camino Aragon with the friend who had convinced me that I would love the Camino. He was right. I walked with him for three days on the Camino Aragon. This route is very different from the Frances. It is much quieter, hillier, and overall easier to get lost. That year, it was exactly what I needed. Time still walking to process my first pilgrimage that had surprised me in so many ways. Second suggestion would be to go to the beach. After I left Dara, I headed down the coast to the Costa Dorada to enjoy a beach holiday with family. This had been arranged before leaving for the Camino. Obviously, I could not take account of what I would want after walking a pilgrimage, although maybe an unwilling one. The beach holiday, which I would have enjoyed in the past, was in a tourist area that was too busy and devoid of the spirituality and helpfulness I had enjoyed while walking the Camino. Looking back, a lot of my unhappiness with that holiday was just me. Spirituality is available pretty much everywhere. It was just new to me at the time and therefore fragile. There were many suggestions on Facebook about beach destination and sun holidays. You can fly easily and cheaply from Santiago to almost anywhere in Europe or Spain. These were the main suggestions. Travel down the coast to Portugal, Mallorca, Tenerife, Malaga and a few of the usual tourist destinations in Spain. But don't forget Finisterre has a great beach. If you have walked there, it can be a great place to relax away from the bustle of few day, for a few days. Portugal is interesting as you can stay in places that are on the beach and on the Camino Portuguese and not as busy as the Spanish resorts. Anywhere north of Porto up to Viana do Castelo was on the suggestions list though I have not been there and cannot vouch for it. Mary suggested staying close, specifically San Chancho, which is south of Santiago and just off the Camino Portuguese, which means you could walk from the way there. This has the benefit of just a short bus or train ride 
as it's still in Galicia. The beach is beautiful and considered the best in Galicia, but that also makes it makes it one of the most expensive places to holiday in Galicia. If you like surfing, perhaps somewhere near Bilbao would be for you. This area apparently has the best waves along the north coast of Spain. Another option would be to stay in Santiago or close by. Maggie suggesting a few nights here at Paso de Gallegos. This is her description. I discovered a little gem at the end of the Camino Sanabres, just 30 km, 13 kilometers outside of Santiago de Compostela. A lovely hotel and bodega I visited for a drink. On my last evening before arriving in Santiago, the host, the host is very welcoming and ex extremely interesting. And the situation is tranquil, tranquil and beautiful. I would love a night or two there. A room for two in early June is very reasonable. 75 euros per night. A fabulous place to wind down in luxury surrounding. Many others suggested uh, staying for a few nights in Santiago, catching up with fellow pilgrims and taking in, into the city. Santiago is not a large city, so you can walk around easily. I'm not a fan of spending much time in cities. I live in one, but a couple of days in Santiago for me is culinary delight as I love seafood and there is great choice in Santiago. Everyone will likely visit the cathedral, but take a stroll across the square and visit the Parador. It is worth the visit. Another option, to spend time in a retreat or as a volunteer. Some look for peace and quiet after their Camino. There are two retreats I know of in the Monastery de Oseira and the Monastery de Santa Maria de Sobrado. The latter is on the Camino del Norte and is also a pilgrim hostel. There are various opportunities to volunteer and help in hostels along the Camino. There is no central place to find these and you are best checking out the forum and asking your home confraternity who will likely run one of more hotels. The pilgrim's office also has a chapel for prayer and reflections and now has a large garden where you can relax. Lastly, you can visit Madrid, Barcelona or Paris. Following on from both, Johnny suggested buying a bono for the Parador. You can stay several nights in a Parador and enjoy fairly high discounts. So instead of paying the 195 euros per night, the cost is only 100 per night. This is great value. If you travel for a few days in Spain and travel between destinations that have parados. Many other suggestions were visiting Madrid, Barcelona and, Mad and Paris. If you have not already visited these cities, it is well worth taking the extra time and choosing one, especially if you have flown over the Atlantic to get there. Barcelona is likely the most out of the way for pilgrims coming to or leaving Spain, but it comes top in the Facebook suggestions as places to see. I spent two days there and can highly recommend many of North America fly in and out of Madrid, so it makes sense to get a train from Santiago back to Madrid and enjoy the city. You will find loads to see and to do in Madrid. I have been there several times and highly recommend it outside of July and August when the temperatures are in the high 30 Celsius. I hope this short podcast has given you a few suggestions on what to do for a week after the Camino de Santiago. Interestingly, one of the suggestions was not where to go but what to eat. 
I was simply stated eat non-pilgrim meals. This book article uh, was written by Leslie Gilmore and uh, proposed to you on followthecamino.com blog. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy your next trip.